All right. Thanks so much for being with us. And uh, I am with my friend Mitch here. Mitch, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us something about your family. Awesome. Yeah. My name is Mitch McCormack and I'm a missionary to Peru. And my wife and I are originally from California and uh, excited that we've had the last two years to serve the Lord in, in Atiquipa. All right. Excellent. And your your children? Landon and Ryan. Landon's going to be five years old and Ryan is four. Amen. And so at this moment, you just finished language school and uh, culture adaptation. And actually at the end, you spent extra time and you're now serving as a pastor in a church. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want you to tell us something about it. Okay. Yeah. So we got the opportunity to work with the veteran there. When we first got there, we had the opportunity to go through language school and in so doing, working with a church that was already planted. And so I got to experience and see a church that had been there for a while and see how to plant a church for ourselves. And then God placed a church in our lives so that we had an opportunity to take over the pastor of. All right. Excellent. How about you share, uh, what, what's a different food that you would eat in Peru that you don't eat? And uh, now I realize California might eat some different foods, yeah. maybe the Georgia, but how about some different food that you eat in Peru? Yeah. I mean, the most common one that would be kind of weird for us here would be kui or guinea pig. And uh, they'll eat that. And it's, <laughs> it's uh, more of a delicacy in restaurants as well. So All right. Uh, how about anything else? Uh, yeah, they'll have uh, anticuchos, which is cow heart. And they oh, just nice. fillet a cow heart and they'll put it into like three or four pieces and then they'll marinate it. And it's, <laughs> it's delicious. That one's actually one so of the So is, is there such thing as a fajita cow heart? <laughs> you know, like uh, go with tacos? Probably didn't exist, does it? <laughs> I've um, never had it. All right, excellent. Okay, tell us something. Uh, how did you meet your wife? Yeah, I met my wife in nursing school at Pensacola Christian College, and uh, we went through all nursing school together and got nice. married short after. Okay. And so by trade, uh, you were actually studying nursing, and then did God lay missions on your heart? Where did that happen? Yeah, it was actually during the process of, of college there. We're just continually reading my Bible, growing in my relationship with the Lord, and He just kind of put missions on my heart time and time again. We went on missions trips, and just God cultivated that that burden in our hearts. Amen. Amen. How about share a funny story with us? Something that happened to you in Peru. Okay. Something interesting that happened to us in Peru. Um, okay. Well, uh, one night when I was playing soccer with a bunch of people, it was 11 o'clock at night, 11 p.m., and um, I actually went to get the ball. I was the last person I was going to score a goal, and the goalie was a little bit nervous about that, so he kicked the ball as hard as he could. And I was actually leaning down because I was kind of right, racing to the ball, trying to get there before him. And he, he kicked the ball as hard as he could directly into my right eye. Oh, my goodness. And uh, when he did that, <laughs> I uh, I tore my retina in the back of my eye. Oh, my, my goodness. I became bloody, and uh, they tried to rush me to the hospital. And oh. so I had a lot of culture shock that night because at 11 o'clock at <laughs> night, <culture> <laughs> there, was, there, was no, there was no eye doctor that was at the hospitals. And so we were going from <laughs> hospital to hospital to hospital. I can't see out of my eyes. I'm getting more and more frantic. And they oh finally got a hold of one doctor. And they, he said, hey, uh, I'll come in if you pay us me extra, you know. And so we were like, pay whatever you want. you want. I want to be able to see again. And so he came in extra hours about one in the morning and operated on my eye there. So I don't know if that's really funny, but it was definitely <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you end up beating up? the goalie or anything? You just left him be? I just let him go. I was too worried about catching Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, I've got a question for you, Mitch. Yes, um, maybe in closing, um, the Lord has allowed you go through some uh, trials sometimes as well. And uh, during those, what, are, what is something that God has given you maybe to grab a hold of, to encourage yourself to continue on? Because a lot of times trials can take you down, make mm -hmm. you want to quit, give up. Uh, but you've continued on, and uh, a lot of things have have happened to you. Um, so maybe you can give us some encouraging words, what to do when, when hard times come in your life. 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things for me especially is sometimes we feel guilty when we start to question God uh, when things happen in our lives, and we start to feel like, oh, man, I'm not a good Christian because I'm crying out to Him and asking Him, honestly, why did you put this in my life in the first place? And what I've learned is actually that's a great opportunity to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that Joseph does that, and we see other people in the Bible where they just beg out and cry and say, God, why would you do this to me? Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why you do that and the reason why it's a good strengthening tool in your relationship with the Lord is because you know who has the authority. Uh, you Amen. know who the person is that can actually fix that situation. So you're coming to the Lord almost like going to a manager of a store and saying, hey, I know you're the one that can fix my problem. Why aren't you fixing it? And uh, in that, you'll be able to see that God is really working things out for his good. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you might not be that day or month or even year. You may never know in our lifetime here. But at the end of the day, we can go back and see all the great blessings and things that he's done for us. And then you can look back and say, wow. Like, my God has cared for me in the beginning, Amen. the middle, and the end, and so I trust Him in this situation as well. Amen. Well, Mitch, you and your your wife, Jacqueline, um, your precious boys, uh, y'all are trophies of grace. Uh, God has allowed you uh, to see many blessings, many heartaches, but you've come out on the other side just loving the Lord, serving the Lord. I appreciate your attitude. I appreciate your spirit. Uh, it's a blessing. And in this short time that we get to talk to our friends and uh, get to know you, I appreciate that very much. Any last words? Somebody's out there might want to be a missionary themselves. Maybe a last word of, of why they should consider Peru or why they should consider giving their life to be a missionary. Well, the Bible is very clear on what each person as a Christian is is commanded to do today. We are all supposed to go out and tell others about Christ. Amen. And so whatever you're doing in your life, you're not somebody that does that, that happens to be a Christian, but rather a Christian that happens to do something else. Yeah. And so right. whatever you give your life to, and you just remember that that's your goal. We're all missionaries to a certain land. And so whether you go to Peru or stay in the United States, that we center our lives around that, Amen. that one Amen. that one principle. So that Amen. Be- well, Mitch, I appreciate your time. God bless you, and thanks, friends that are watching.